0: Experience the Jared difference. The best prices on an amazing selection. Select your diamond gift today from hundreds of styles they're sure to love. Jared, love brilliantly. My name is Tracy Ariel, and I am unapologetically Canadian. This is my year in review episode. It's now Monday, December 30th, 2019. And uh, since it's 2019, this is also going to be uh, a decade review. Uh, I'm going to go back to the eight point uh, outline that I made when I first moved to Montreal and set up a business as a writer. Uh, That uh, outline has eight goals, financial, health, writing, relationships, friends, family, French, photography, and self-defense. So that's because the the photography and self-defense were two things that I wanted to get to know at that point. Uh, so on the financial side, uh, in the last year, my business has suffered a little bit because I've spent a lot of time creating things and uh, I still have uh, investments tied up in uh Uh, In cause we have a little shed that we built and uh, They it uh, that company hasn't been able to pay me back yet on those things So from a financial point, uh, I think my business is still in the startup phase Uh, I'm uh, still spending more time and uh, and Money setting up the projects uh, and and making them function than I am pulling out um, personal money uh, also this year I started a new business uh, notable nonfiction I put that uh, the publishing side of my business into its own company so that I can I'll be a little bit more strategic about uh, publishing and making sure that the pub- that my published works have clear contracts between me and the company uh, that's partly because uh, in nine years uh, I'll be retiring and I want to make sure that regardless of what happens, the copyright uh, is very clearly assigned and licensed to other organizations and that my children will be holding on to my personal copyright until 70 years after my death. And so part of uh, uh, professionalizing uh, the, my copyright um, is I've made a list of all of my assets, my them non <laughs> Nonfiction assets. And uh, I've been very and now I'm setting up very clear licenses between me and the new company about what's licensed uh, within that copyright and uh, I think that that will be uh, also very helpful in terms of uh, making sure that my goals uh, uh, are very clean and limited to what I actually want to accomplish in each one of those uh, at the moment I have copyright I own copyright on one, two, three, four, five of my ten, twelve publications. Uh, Ulysses, uh, my publisher, uh, um, they have copyright on all of my Ulysses travel guides to hiking, cross-country skiing and snowshoeing and all of the guides to uh, Western Canada and to Ontario that they've, they've produced. Uh, so I don't own copyright in any of those uh, in Actually, I'll talk about that in my other one, but um, so uh, but I do own copyright in my um, in the uh, I volunteered Canadian Vietnam vets remember because uh, my publisher in that case uh, licensed Unexclusive rights to publish that work and so uh, that particular contract uh, still allows me to publish my own work uh, if I want to. So that's a really important part. Uh, on the financial side as well, I have, uh, learned, uh, how to handle my own investments. I now have my own trading account and, uh, that's been a really, uh, important, uh, step in, uh, financial freedom. Uh, I'm working very, very hard to, uh, um, to understand what's going on there and to make sure that, um, I create, that I continue to create my own uh, financial independence Uh, in the last decade that's a big change from in the last decade because when I I went into this decade uh, with a hired money manager with an RSP from when I worked for the Ontario government and uh, not much else and so now I've come up with very strong uh, financial independence goals and uh, part of that is making sure that I uh, um, earn not only dividends on my investments, but that I limit my management fees, and that I also um, uh, hold stocks that I believe in. So that's, uh, that's been a big change uh, on the financial side. So on the health side, uh, I, w- I went into this decade actually not knowing or just learning that I had celiac disease. And now I have uh, limited many of my, actually, no, I didn't even know that I had celiac disease at the beginning of this decade. So uh, that's a big change. Uh, celiac disease is something I've had my entire life. I now know because I've always been borderline anemic, and there's, all, there's been all sorts of signs that something was wrong. I just didn't know what it was. And now I know that I have celiac, which means that I can't eat gluten, and since eliminating gluten from my life... Uh, I have uh, fewer menopausal symptoms i have um, <laughs> my teeth are no longer uh falling apart uh um, there's all sorts of uh, i I'm, I'm in the middle of the range for anemia and uh and uh, I'm feeling very healthy. Um, On the other side, I actually now gain weight really easily. I never gained weight before. I didn't realize, no, that it was because uh, my body wasn't taking in all the nutrients that I was eating. Uh, So now I actually have to watch what I eat and uh, and exercise more. And uh, so on the health side, that's a little bit challenging. Um, I mean, that's challenging like everybody. So I, I can't complain. I'm very, very healthy so then the third uh, element that I like to look at is writing and uh, the last ten years I've grown as a writer enormously uh, uh, I've this is the time when I put into my courses if you followed any of my courses um, I've can put into get into process a four-step uh, I like to call it a four-step process which is um, uh, story uh, story stru- story structure sound Uh, story structure style sound and by dividing things up that much I've actually been able to write faster because uh, I'm focusing on the story first and then the structure um, and then style and this is just I mean anybody who's edited their own work knows that as soon as you get to worried about style in a story you're really in the weeds and you b- it's been very very helpful and it's been uh, a great way to teach other people how to uh, produce work uh, nonfiction as well and so uh, on the writing side um, I'm very happy with the progress that I've made as a writer Uh, um, on on the writing side as well though there's the um, business side and uh, this is the 2019 is the year when I really became a creative entrepreneur and I started looking at projects as uh, uh, money-making ventures instead of just um, uh, personal uh, craft Improvement ventures. I've now improved my level of craft to the point where I'm definitely still learning I'm never going to stop learning and uh, I just discovered story grid this year. So I'm learning a lot more about structure. Thanks to the uh, people there who are uh, incredibly talented when it comes to structuring fiction work and they're just working on structuring nonfiction, which has been fabulous. Uh, I've been listening to their podcast. And uh, taking in some of their free content and uh, I'm planning on buying the book this year and I'll probably work we're working a lot more on uh, on structure as they in as they uh, revise how they look at story grid for fiction uh, nonfiction uh, based on what they've already done for the fiction world and that's been really really exciting so uh, 2019 was a good year in terms of uh, discovering a new tool that I didn't know existed before which was the story grid uh, and uh, like I said uh, I've been working on teaching uh, other people how to write nonfiction as well so um, Benoit and I should be publishing our uh, behavior way to successful projects this year which I'm very excited to get uh, that out and uh, Other writing projects include Beads in a Necklace, uh, which uh, the genealogy project, which is also going, which is also directly leading into my own Canadian history, which I'm going to be uh, releasing uh, in 2020 because uh, I'm putting together some of the stories that I'm working on for Genealogy Ensemble in order so that they tell a history of Canada in short story form, which is really exciting. So uh, on the writing side, I've moved out of technical writing uh, the, uh, uh, and I'm I've, I've still doing some consulting, but I'm doing less this year. I'm going to be doing uh, I'm going to be doing a lot less of that over time as I uh, improve my nonfiction. So what can you learn from all that that's uh, really important for me in this overview to make clear. And one of the things that I really want to make clear is that I think improving, you always have to be, when it comes to writing or any art, I guess, you always have to be looking at things from two points of view. One is the business side and the other one is the craft side. And I think uh, making sure that I, uh, the, the other thing that I've learned a lot in the last year is making sure that I basically schedule absolutely everything in my calendar and that means putting in the craft improvement uh, training opportunities as well as the training opportunities on the business side and uh, I'm going to be working on that a lot more uh, in the future Uh, basically time management has uh, been crucial for me pretty much for the whole previous decade up until now Uh, people are always telling me I do too much and uh, that's true but uh, as I say if you want something done give it to a busy person because they're the ones who are going to fit more in just because they're trying to fit more in uh if you're not trying to fit in if you're not trying to fit in uh, more then obviously (laughs) but i just think life is really short and i want to make sure that i'm able to do everything that i've always wanted to do uh in this life and who knows how long it's going to be and so I can say uh, looking at the last 10 years for sure I really um, I'm really proud of myself for uh, taking on some of the projects that I didn't think would be possible Uh, I now have a seasonal life Uh, as a co-founder we came up with Grand Protege, which is the Urban Agriculture Resource Center, which now has three employees. Unfortunately, I wasn't one of them. That was one something that uh, failed in two thousand and nineteen. Uh, I applied for a job that I wanted there and didn't get it. But um, I'm really, really happy to see that it's moving forward, and I will continue uh, helping develop it uh, as a member of Cause, and Cause is a member of Grand protege So uh, that's going to be uh, exciting in the future, uh, and Cause. Also, this year was a really exciting uh, year with cause because uh, we did our farmers markets um, and the farmers markets, uh, this is the fifth year that we've been running farmers markets. And so they're losing a little bit of their cachet locally. And so this year we really had to renew them. And one of the ways we did that was by bringing in uh, fresh fruit that is not organic, which means that it's a little bit cheaper than the organic farmers that participated in our farmer's markets and they bring in as much organic fruit as they can, but they can never bring in as much as people actually want. So they're the ones who suggested that I uh, branch out a little bit and try to bring in more fruit. And I found a wonderful farmer. And actually on the podcast, you'll be hearing from her in, in uh, two weeks. Uh, There are wonderful farmers in Quebec who have been working on, they've been growing strawberries for uh, more than a decade now, and their strawberries are extraordinary. They are not fully organic because um, they, when things get rough, they do uh, use uh, pesticides, but they really avoid it. And you can tell because their strawberries taste amazing and uh, they're really uh, wonderful farmers, and I'm so happy to have created a relationship with them. And I'm looking, for bringing in more fruit over the next few years with the farmers market, so that's really exciting. And uh, the other thing that happened in 2019 is that my daughter and I launched uh, a digital. Well, we, we we launched a campaign to create a digital application, and we've been working. Uh, actually, it's really really been interesting how that project grew because we started off uh, promoting it and and fundraising and uh, now we're into the development of the application itself and so um, i expect that as well to uh, bring a lot of information in the next year Uh, it was uh, really positive to get people together uh, uh, cooking but we didn't get the kind of attention that we wanted on our brigade culinaires Uh, so now we're focusing on the application itself and uh, actually serving people with uh, helping them prepare local seasoning food. And so I'm really looking forward to that as well. Uh, So on the business side, that's uh, the two areas that I can comment on. Um, On the relationship side, that's uh, my husband and I will be celebrating 25 years of marriage on April 1st in 2020. And so the last decade for us has been uh both really challenging i would say we started this decade with uh, having children who were not even teens yet and now they're adults and the uh, growing ourselves and trying to i think uh, dan sullivan has a really good point when he talks about um, creating a life that you love and he says that you always have to have a future that's greater than your past And in 2019, I think both of us, uh, my husband and I, but particularly me, since I'm talking about me here, uh, we've been trying to figure out what the future holds in terms of our relationship. We've spent so much time raising a family and that's been the priority. Now we have to actually uh, invest in ourselves as a couple. And we're not particularly good at that. Uh, I'm really not good at that. So I spend a lot of time uh, working And I don't really enjoy just lazing around and relaxing and my husband's super good at that he loves watching movies and he loves relaxing Uh, and uh, so basically we have been learning how to uh, build on each other's strengths and help each other grow and I think that that will be uh, something that we have to continue doing moving forward so it's been a real learning experience and uh i'm so happy to have my best friend as my life partner um and uh but it isn't always uh i'm not the easiest person to live with so it hasn't always been easy uh so i think that that adventure is still an adventure you just can't tell what you're gonna get in these things so under the friend side that also has been something that I haven't spent that much time working on in 2019. The uh, I, um, I think moving forward, I need to spend more time build, uh, maintaining the wonderful friendships that I have and spending more time with them, with the people that I love. In uh, 2019, I only saw my dad, for example, and, and this uh, crosses over to family. But I only saw my dad once in. Uh, uh, no, that's not true. I saw him twice in 2019. That's just not enough. So, uh, and in the last 10 years, um, of course, my mom died during that time. And so our family has also been trying to get used to not having her pulling us all together. And uh, I have to say that I'm pretty, uh, lucky to have uh two wonderful sisters who have and and one of my sisters in particular but both of them have been working very very hard to connect the family on regular basis and um, they are uh, just fabulous people to have in a life i mean uh, they both live in the niagara region and so uh, i've been spending a little bit time going back there uh, we've been spending a lot of time wine touring over the last few years and uh, in, including in 2019. And um, because of that, we, my husband and I actually discovered some wineries that are great in Quebec as well. So I expect that to continue. So friends and family have been uh, lots of wine touring, lots of spending time, uh, quality time with each other. Uh, I took them to the Shaw Theatre last year. Um, and that was a really... Um, uh for the glass menagerie and uh, i'm really happy to have done that and actually we're going to be doing that again in 2020 we're going to see uh, sherlock holmes uh, curse of a raven uh, for thanksgiving Uh, so the friends and family front uh, has been uh, not as uh, close as i would like but uh, definitely uh, close we've spent a lot of time at my husband's sister's place uh, and his his brother's place. They both have uh, chalets just outside of Montreal. So we've been uh, really lucky to um, to be able to be invited up there. And um, it's uh, really great to see Pedro's family. Yeah, they are just wonderful, wonderful people. But um, again, I don't see them as often as I'd like. Really happy that we'll be spending New Year's Eve together tomorrow. So uh, that's a real great opportunity to uh, to spend some more family time Uh, French Wow, my French is uh, actually I'm I'm pretty much bilingual now so I don't actually even have that on my list of goals anymore but I thought like I said I wanted to look at my past goals Uh, because this was a an entire decade it's hard to remember how much you've grown when you look at the past, and especially when you look at things just in one year, so looking over at the goals that I had when I first moved to Montreal, uh, it's um, basically my, I, I'm completely by the goal. I can even, my, even my writing is improving. Of course, there's always improvements to be had with these things. I'm always going to be learning. But uh, I really feel like uh, I'm part of the French community here now. And that's a, a, a really thrilling yeah, uh, realization to make photography i don't do very much photography i take pictures with my phone Uh, i need to take pictures of everything because everything needs a visual uh, side to it but uh, photography is not something that i developed and it's not something that uh, i'm particularly good at Uh, and it's not something that i particularly want to be good at so my aim is to uh, actually uh, create a business in which i can hire a photographer and a videographer to do all this kind of stuff so that i don't have to do it anymore so that's uh, the goals moving forward and self-defense. Well, I stopped doing karate in 2019, which I think was a mistake, and uh, I'll probably pick it up again uh, in the future because uh, I really uh, felt strong uh, being a karateka, and uh, I'd like to take that up again. So that's the uh, actually nine um, level goals or uh, points that I want to make in terms of. Uh, my business and my life, and uh, that's my overview of 2019. Uh, like I said, I've become a uh, seasonal a creative entrepreneur. I've, I've created a true seasonal life. Uh, I started working with coaches actually about five years ago. And I think that's the biggest change that I've noticed in the last decade is that I'm now really, really comfortable working with coaches. I'm gonna be doing that a lot more in the future. And uh, it really, if I didn't have Ryan Eliasson to uh, encourage me to create a vision of a seasonal life, I wouldn't have gotten involved in Grand Portage and cause, and I wouldn't have uh, uh, created a new business, Notable Nonfiction. So I think that the various coaches that I've been working with over the last five years have really changed who I am and who my, what my business is accomplishing. And, uh, I have to thank them for that. So, uh, and, uh, I guess B school will be starting soon. So if, uh, if I invite you to, um, experience any one of my coaches, then, uh, I definitely, uh, recommend taking them up on it because, uh, I wouldn't have, and actually that brings up, um, an interview that I'm doing for, uh, Apologetically Canadian that you'll get to hear not next week, but the week after, uh, a wonderful woman who has, uh, she's a, uh, Canadian who moved to Los Angeles, and she's a, a trainer's coach. And she has a method called Evolve that she goes through uh, with me on the podcast. And the V in Evolve is vision. And uh, all of her, I, I was really inspired by her uh, her process of, of uh, coaching people. And I really think that you'll learn as much as I did uh, from our discussion. And so uh, I definitely encourage you to tune in then so uh, happy new year and uh farewell to uh the be- the first decade of this century uh, and uh, i hope that we continue uh enjoying peace uh in canada and around the world uh, and even more so in in the coming years it's uh we uh, uh and, and I hope that we can solve the uh, climate crisis as well, because I think that that's the biggest crisis hitting humanity. And uh, that's, I didn't talk about that much in this overview, but because uh, so much of my seasonal life has actually been, uh, we put in geothermal in our house, we now have a, a hybrid car, we've, uh, we compost, we, we've, we've done everything we can think of to try and uh, combat climate change as uh, as individuals and as a family and now and and we have voted for parties that want to do the same thing on the national level and and I, I think that it's uh, time for that that happens and I'm looking forward to being a part of that too so uh, here's to uh, creating uh, um, here's to solving the climate change problems so that we can have a healthy earth and a healthy humanity living on earth over the next decade. Thank you very much, and Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to Unapologetically Canadian. This episode was brought to you by Kobo. Use my affiliate link from the show notes for $5 off your first order today.